Hey guys, I apologize for the tardiness. You know, after being off work for, jeez, six or seven days, and then going back in and having to play catch up, it's been kind of rough. And then having uploading issues was also kind of rough. But I'm here, it's finished. We can do this. Uh, This particular episode, we tackle... Uh, sex and intimacy I really would like to hear people's you know reaction or response to this particular one because you know we have a question for the fellas so I want you guys to listen and you know if you have any questions or want to respond uh, please let us know we uh, were back to drinking this episode we didn't drink a lot but we were back to drinking this episode and again we give you some updates tell you how we're moving forward in 2019 and uh, I hope you guys enjoy our first podcast of the new year but hopefully you'll look forward to hearing from us you know soon thereafter with our new uh quote-unquote format but uh enjoy and I want to thank you guys for you know listening thus far and finding interest in the things that Nikki and I talk about. It makes me feel special and warm and fuzzy all on the inside. So I appreciate you guys. Thank you so much. And uh, I hope you enjoy. So let's get started. Mm, mm, uh-uh. Mm, no, not yet. Shake that monkey. Yeah. <laughs> We're back. Hey y'all, this is, oh wait a minute, Happy New Year, Merry Christmas. Happy New Year, Merry Christmas. Since um, y'all was missing us the past couple weeks. Yeah. Um, we, uh, you know, we in 2019 now and we trying to up our game. So we trying. We trying. <laughs> so me and Nikki had a conversation about this might be one of our, our last on the fly uh, type recordings. Sorry guys. And we'll uh, come with some more uh, some more structure and some more topics. Yes, we would like to be organized in 2019. Yes, that's the goal to be. We have a, a planning meeting set up mm-hmm. to organize ourselves. Uh, we are actually drinking tonight. Yes, we are. Uh, we're drinking some blueberry simply lemonade and some cruising tropical fruit rum together. Very tasty. Um, we're very topical today. Yes, we're very, very uh Topical and tropical. Very. Um, so we all have also given ourselves the leeway that when um, when the men's mess it up for the next men's, uh, that we would have to go on the fly to get our vent on. Ugh. But outside of that, we'll be uh, kind of structuring uh, some things. And so that is how we'll be moving forward. Mm-hmm. Now, today, um, Nikki's probably have some updates. Ooh. Do you want to go first or do you want to go last? Um, let me go first. Okay. I'm going to let Nikki go first to get hers off the chest. Look. Mm. Go, girl. <laughs> you go, girl. So, um, as a lot of you guys know, I was anxiously anticipating and waiting for this man in my life to come visit me in Atlanta. And he came down. He got here Friday morning, all bright and early. And I was all bright-eyed and bushy-tailed. And um, 
things are going good. We demolished the house. I have cleaned since then, so there's not like you sitting in no wet spots nowhere in the house. Oh, Jesus. Yes, I have. Um, Yeah. And things are going, I mean, we really did demolish the house. Like, But that's what you're supposed told, to do. We towed this place up. All right, now. It's, Wait a minute. It's very good memories. No, not okay. the kitchen table. Not Rotimi. Oh, not the kitchen Rotimi. table. Oh. Okay, that's another podcast. But, anyway. but maybe, maybe if he comes back. Yes. Uh, uh, um, so, um, things went good up until about... You know what? I'm just going to say Monday. I won't even bring up Sunday. Sunday is neither here nor there. Things went good until Monday. Monday being New Year's Eve. Yes. Um, we were we had some plans. And we didn't really stick to those plans. So we kind of stayed in the house, which was fine with me. And um, me being the, the creative. Me being the person that wants to create memories. I um, put him out the bedroom because we were in the bedroom watching TV. I put him out the bedroom and um, lit candles everywhere and ran a hot bath and just, you know, tried to sexy it up. Right. Tried to um, even and I don't even do lingerie. I even pulled out something out the out the. Yes, girl, I pulled it out. I was like, let me just pull this out and see. Because we had had conversations about, you know, lingerie. And I was like, let me just bust this out and see what I it's giving. I own it. Like, I don't own lingerie. I do. Not that much. But I pulled it out. And I was like, okay, you know, once we get out the tub, I'm going to put this on. It's going to be. Yeah. Right. So, got him in the tub, rubbed him down, rubbed feet, rubbed everything that I could rub. Listen to the good summer walker. I set the scene. That is what I do. Yes. And um, got him out the tub and dried him off. And we got into bed. And um, he went to sleep. Dun, 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 dun. <sighs> he went to sleep. And it was the sleep of... Seven summers. <laughs> he was in hibernation. It was. A, it was. It was a hibernation. It was a. It was a bear's hibernation. He was in hibernation. And I was like, "Huh? Wait a minute. Uh uh-uh. uh." And so, let me tell you why I got upset. Because I believe that he feels like I'm upset about some sex. We had sex. I don't really care about the sex. Wait, 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 wait. Let me take that back. I care about the sex. I was more wanting intimacy than sex. And you and I, we said we were going to talk about intimacy versus sex later on. So I'm not going to get too far into it. But for me, I took the time out to create a a scenario, to create a memory. Um, It was New Year's Eve. You don't get that time back. You know what I'm saying? Um, Also... um, over the course of the time that he was here, let me say this. I'm a tomboy. I own it. I'm proud of it. I love it. I love being me. And if a man has the ability to make me feel like a girl, to make me feel like a woman, to make me feel safe and protected, then that brings certain things out of me. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't cook for dudes. Mm-hmm. I was in this kitchen. I made brunch with mimosas. Come on now. You got mimosas out of me? Good God. I was in the kitchen making dinner, whatever he needed. I was like a girlfriend. I was like a good girlfriend. 
And I didn't do it because I felt like that's something he wanted. I did it because that was what was in my heart. That's what the level of my care was for him. Mm -hmm. And I feel like... I feel like he... I don't want to say he wasn't appreciative because I believe he is. But... Sorry, I had a drink. Um, I don't think he knows what to do with me. I don't think he is as prepared for me as he thinks he is. And I feel like that's a conversation we're going to have to have. I don't really want to have it. But it's a conversation that needs to be had. Because when he left on New Year's Day, I wasn't in a good space. Mm -hmm. And I haven't really talked to him about it. And I hope to talk to him about it. Maybe before the podcast drop. Maybe after. I don't know. But um, I just put forth a lot of effort. And I felt very let down. Mm -hmm. And it just begs a bigger picture of. Are you sure this is what you want? Are you sure you have the time? Are you sure you have the bandwidth? Are you sure you have the method and means to make this relationship work? Mm -hmm. Because. Just like people say about marriage. Oh, I love him. I love her. Okay. Marriage is more than love. It really is. It's trust. It's commitment. It's, mm-hmm. it's faith. It's loyalty. It's a lot of different things. Love. If love was all it took to be in a relationship or love was all it took to be in a marriage, nobody would ever get divorced. Correct. Because love is it. You can love and love and love and love. Love don't pay bills. Nope. Love don't make you responsible. Nope. Love doesn't do a lot of different things. And I believe that there are some people out here, and now I'm just talking in general, I'm not talking about my relationship, that are strong, true believers that if you love, it'll fix it. No way, Bobby Jones. Exactly. And I need all of you guys to get out of that frame of mind. It has to be more than love. Love is just not the end all to be all. You know, and if you don't have the... The tools. Correct. To be in a relationship, to be in love, to be... And that's fine if you don't. Acknowledge that you don't have it. And don't let... Don't string people along. Right. Don't think you got it. Then you realize you don't have it. But you're too selfish to let it go. Mm-hmm. You know? And sometimes that selfishness... I need a drink. Hold on. <laughs> But my time, my my in my mind, I think a lot of times the selfishness is, is what keeps people in things that they shouldn't be in. That and um, comfort or familiarity. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, you don't want to go. Oh, I spent five years with this person. I spent seven or twelve or mm-hmm. however much time with this person. This is something that I'm familiar with. I don't want to go nowhere. I'm scared to get out there and do something different. Mm-hmm. And I can't live like that. And I don't suggest anyone else live like that either. Nobody wants to be stagnant in any area no. of their life. I mean, you know, people say they don't want to be stagnant, but I, I feel like people wrap themselves up in that comfort comfort blanket mm-hmm. and chew, will choose to be stagnant because that comfort feels so very good to them. Yes. That they, you know, those are the people that, those those are the men you meet that would, that want to be with you, but they don't want to leave their wife. <laughs> don't we know them? 
<laughs> don't we know a gamut of them? We don't know we know plenty of a them. parcel of them? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, yeah. you know, sometimes I just need something on the outside that's a little different. Uh-uh. <laughs> you should have her put on another wig. Yeah. Hello. Tell her to get some color contact. Hello. Like, I don't know. She Tell could, her to get a, a country accent. Yeah, she Whatever. Could be, she could be somebody different tomorrow. Yes, but you know? this is who you with. So yeah, be with that. But that's definitely, you know, one of those, that's a comfort blanket mm-hmm. that people reside in and don't want to want to come out of. But then just like you said, like, when you were talking about in your particular situation when we spoke earlier, mm-hmm. you were saying that, you know, outside of just you and him being in a relationship, he got a lot going on in life. Exactly. And that's, you know, a lot of times people don't take that into consideration when they decide to get into a relationship. Because life doesn't stop just because you you fell in love with somebody. That's mm-hmm. That shit keeps moving. Yeah. And you have to make that fit into what is already happening. And if you can't and you don't... Then it's going to fall apart. Yeah. yeah. And that was just like, you know... When I was talking, one time I was talking to the co-parenter, and we were having this conversation about relationships, and he said out of his mouth to me, you know, the way my work schedule is, I don't have time for a relationship. And my response to him was that, I'm so glad you admitted that to yourself. Mm -hmm. I said, because somebody being with you is a waste of time. And I was like, and not necessarily like you don't care about that person, but the, literally the way his work schedule was, you don't even have, you ain't even getting eight hours of sleep at night. So you damn so, sure ain't got no time to date. Yeah. And, and you working six days a week. Yeah. No. So that you don't you have no time. You have no time. Mm-hmm. So the, the, the fact that he acknowledged that, I felt good about the fact that he acknowledged that because then you know not to try to get Involved with people, try to, especially not on, on this side of town. Don't come over here. But, <laughs> but you know, the fact that he acknowledged it, you know, he made me understand that he is self-aware about some things. Mm-hmm. Some things he is not, but some mm-hmm. things he is very self-aware about. And I think that sometimes that in itself is the hard part for people is to admit that to themselves. Yeah, it takes a level of comfort with yourself mm-hmm. to admit certain things. And if you are a kind of person... Um, and my friends joke around with me. Oh, you always booed up. You always in a relationship. I People don't believe this. I spend a significant amount of time alone. Even sometimes you can be in a relationship and be alone. Yeah. Hello. Look, All by I, yourself. I'm a drink on that. And look, in a relationship in name only. Mm-hmm. So, you know, a lot of people will say, oh, you know, you, don't, you haven't spent enough time. I have spent a significant amount of time by myself. Mm-hmm. I'm very comfortable with me. Right. It don't drive me crazy to be alone at all. And I have a very good vibrator. So I, that part of my life is taken care of too we'll as well. We'll discuss the brand later. Yeah. <laughs> why, yes, we can. Why, yes, we, yes, we shall. Um, but yeah, it, sometimes being self-aware is so uncomfortable for people. And uh, some people are just oblivious to it. Mm-hmm. And it be them same people that are like, oh, no, I got this. I can do this. I da, da, da. But black and white is black and white. Brass tax is this. 24 hours in a day. Right. You make time for what you want to make time for. Yes. And uh, some people, I, I know I'm not getting eight hours of sleep. So let's just average in them six hours, eight hours I'm at work, two hours I'm on the road. I'm running out of time to be in a relationship. I'm running out of time to do the things that I want to do. Mm-hmm. So, 
seriously sit down look at it and this is to all y'all this ain't just my relationship this is to everybody sit down and look at it what are you really time wise effort wise emotion wise investing in a relationship mm-hmm. and if it's looking like an hour and a half <laughs> I, think you already, <laughs> I think you already know Nobody what you need right. to do it's go sit in right. that corner right. go sit on you over wanna, there you're not ready yet no go sit you on know. over there and don't be worried it, it'll come back if you find some extra time come on back yeah. but right now but go sit in that corner for that hour, that hour and a half a week Take take an extra nap. Thirty thirty minutes a day. Take a nap. <laughs> Shit. <laughs> Twenty minutes a day. Take yeah. A nap. Jesus. You you don't need this in your life. Yes. Yeah. But but I think that what you're saying is is a wonderful transition into the epiphany that I had this weekend. Yeah. About relationships. Come on. Um. Like for a long time, like my sister would always say to me. She would always be like, you always talk like you want to be in a relationship, but like I'm around you. Like, do you really want to be in a relationship? Hey, Nisha. <laughs> hey, Nisha. And I mean, because my sister knows me way better than a lot of people. Brass tax. And she, you know, she hit me with it. But I was talking to my girlfriend this weekend when we were at brunch and I was telling her and I was like, you know, I, I would prefer to be in a one-on-one relationship with someone. But then I realized that I really don't put forth any effort to do so. <laughs> and I was self-awareness. <laughs> and it was funny because my friend, she was like, she laughed at me. And I said, no, I said, I want you to think about this. I said, I don't go out. I said, and when I go places, I said, I don't put no makeup on. Half the time, I don't be combing my hair. I said, I be wearing whatever. I said, most of the time, if you catch me, I have on sneakers and jeans at all times and a sweatshirt. Oh, I mean, you know, like, it is, it is what it is. Um, so, I am I really am I really putting my best foot forward is what I was asked, said to myself and questioned myself about. And I was kind of like... Uh, no, I was not. I have not been putting my best foot forward. And the, and the thing that was that really made me realize it was, you know, I got my hair from my it's my birthday hair. I always get I always get hair from a birthday. That's mm-hmm. like, oh, my birthday coming up. I got to get birthday hair. Mm-hmm. I have no idea why, but it's just that's okay. It works. That's the way it has been. Mm-hmm. And when I saw my friend, the first thing he said was, "Your hair." And I was like, you like it? And he was like, it makes you look so fucking sexy. And I was like, I guess I need to start doing it. <laughs> I, I literally had a conversation in my head. I guess I need to start doing my hair. <laughs> like, like, And the thing was like, I, I do my hair, but I don't do much to my hair. Nikki can attest to this. She's been trying to get me to the hair salon. So, Kira, we coming. <laughs> we on our way. So, so I was like, okay. So then, and it was, and the crazy thing about it was that he just could not get over the hair. Like it was, it was like, and it changed the entire mood of the night because I had hair. Mm-hmm. Like I had long hair. Like, and I was just kind of hair like, don't care. Yeah, and I was just kind of like, wow, I just really didn't know it had that type of effect. Like so, then I was like, you know, Tamara, you should get your eyebrows done more often. Like, you know, the one thing that I do consistently is I always get my feet and nails done. Right. That's all. That's a constant. Right. But, like, 
I have really not been putting my best foot forward. I have not. And I can admit that to myself now because before I would not admit that to myself. Mm. But I can admit that to myself mm-hmm. that, I, you know, as much as I say it's something that I want, I haven't really put forward the effort to get what I want. Come on, Epiphany. So, you know, 2019, we leave in old, old fairy tales and fantasies in 2018. Mm-hmm. Um, and in and, and saying that to the a listening audience, you shall not hear me talk about ghosts any longer because ghosts no longer exist. What? In my realm of being. I mean, he's still out there doing whatever he's doing. And doing what ghosts and do. And doing what ghosts do. On folks. Yes, but I, it ain't got nothing to do with me. <laughs> and I ain't got nothing to do with him. Mm. And I wish him the best in life. So, All right. See you, ghosts. Ghosts got to stay where he at. Ghosts gone. Ghosts gone. Mm. Um... They've been trying to kill ghosts for years, you know that. Anyway, Exorcism, it is. And you know that. Um, so, you know, 2019, I'm gonna put forth efforts. You know, I'm going, I'm gonna be in Dallas in uh, February. And so, according to uh, my friend Trail, I'm gonna have on my Black History Week mm. because, <laughs> because, because is it an Afro with a pick in it? <laughs> no, I, let me tell you how he got to the fact that I had a Black History Month week. As I said, I was like, after I take my braids out, yes, that I was going to go ahead and get the uh, the other portion and pay Kiara to make my wig. Okay. She's making me a wig All from right. some hair that I we've have. talked about. That. We've talked about this wig. Yes. Um, and so when I said it on social media, his mm-hmm. response was. I'm all here for the Black History Month week because I said I was going to get it done in February. Never did I make the connection that he was going to put the two together and call it a Black History Month week. So, you know how black folks do. So, now it has become my Black History Month week. I like it. So, I'm going to try to have my wig done okay. before I go to Tejas. Yes. And go to Dallas. Dallas. And, and show out when I go get my grill. Oh, God. I think I'm going to get an open face. Oh, God. For my bottom teeth. Oh, God. Just because I have always wanted one since Nelly had made the song. Smile for me, daddy. Oh, God. You see what you did, Nelly? Oh. Yes, yeah, so you did that. So I'm not getting one alone. Me and my friend are getting them together. Okay. All right. So, but I have, um, you know, I'm going to make sure that I look appropriate. Okay. When I go places now. All right. Um. So I'm, I'm officially putting myself out there. Mm-hmm. Even though I have said it in word, I have not done it in action. And now I'm going to do it in action. I'm not joining none of them raggedy date naps no, no more. No, 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 we're done with that. But I'm actually that. going to put myself in a place. All right. Where I look approachable. <laughs> oh, I can't wait for this planning meeting. Baby. Oh God, I'm laughing at myself because I'm like, oh my God. I mean, girl, so here. approachable. Like I was talking to my coworker today, and I was like. I'm like, I can't believe I'm... T- I mean, here's the thing that people don't... Like you say, you're a tomboy. I have been told by many of my male friends that I am a dude with a vagina. Um, I just happen to have boobs and a vagina. But I behave like they behave. And so it's very interesting to see me interact with men because I kind of don't... 
I kind of treat men like men treat women. And I was like, but men don't like to be treated that way. I've already, I know that because I've done it for years. Well, and I wish they would stop treating women like yes, that. Yes, well, that, that's the thing is that, <laughs> you know, that's a whole nother episode. Yes, it is. But, um, so I have always been told that. I mean, and deep in the heart of me, I am a complete and total hopeless romantic. Mm-hmm. Like, I believe in all the fairy tale ass shit mm-hmm. that they say you're not supposed to believe in. And that's just, <laughs> you know, that's who I am. But I don't let people know that because a lot of times I feel like, you know, I don't let people see that side of me because I don't trust people to see that side of me. Mm-hmm. I've had people use that against me. Um, I had an older gentleman tell me when you're getting to know someone, he was like, stop telling them everything. And I was like, well, what do you mean? He said, he said, well, when you tell men everything, he said, you give them a roadmap directly to you. He was like, with little to no effort. I understand that, but let me tell you why I disagree with that. You can give a man a roadmap and he still wouldn't know what the fuck to do with True. it. True. True. But my thing is that I got what he was saying and I understand what you're saying too because I, mm. I get both sides of it. Mm. And I was like, you know, like I want people to know me, but I don't want, I don't want to do all the work to get you to know me. I want you to put forth some effort to try yes. to know me. Because yes. a lot of times people will people will take dictation. Mm-hmm. You can sit down and be like, I like this. Yes. I like this. Yes. I like to do this. Yes. I like to do that. And they will write it all down. Yes. And do, and do, do nothing, not a thing. Do not a thing. Nothing. Nothing to gain it. Zero. They will just... They would just start. They would just take notes to take notes. Yeah, they take notes just to take notes. Yeah. So you have to, you know. He was like, you know, if they put forth effort, he said that's different. He said, but you give people a roadmap to you. He said, and people use that and they take advantage of you. That I mean, he was almost sixty, and I was. (laughs) I mean, I get it, and And I, I, yeah, I, I, I totally understand where he's coming from. But for me, in my life and in my lifetime. When you tell a man exactly what you want, it's like, oh, okay, I took the notes. Yeah, but okay, it's test time, nigga, and you failed because miserably. What? What? I gave you the notes. It was an open book test. Open what book. happened? You still got an F. How you get an F? And I told you yeah. exactly. And what then that, I but see, and that's and that's a, but that's an, then another reason why I don't like to do it because why? Well, that's a waste of my time. Exactly. It's a waste of my time. Exactly. Like you know, you coming to me? What you gonna do with these notes? No. <laughs> what you gonna do with this information? No. no. They why gonna be you, in the bottom of your book bag. Why you wanna know? Yeah. Cause you ain't gonna do nothing with it. Nothing. Be, nothing at all. Be very specific, and it does not matter. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and Sierra, I'm still waiting on that prayer. Oh, she holding that thing hostage. Yeah. Truly. I mean, if it really gets to it, I'm just gonna call Russell Granddaddy. And be like, <laughs> Excuse me. And be like, uh, Mr. Wilson. Could you? You know, uh, you might not remember me because I was a child <laughs> when I met you. But but, uh, but uh, can you connect me to your? Uh, <laughs> Your granddaughter-in-law. Right. I just need to talk to her. I just to need her. to talk to her. She refuses to respond to my correspondence. I don't like, understand. I mean, I'm just asking a simple question. Right. I didn't ask her for her, man. I, I want a prayer. prayer. I, just need a, I need an outline. Right. Just, I, can, I can put it in my own words. Yes, I just need a, we just need an outline. Yeah. Everybody need an outline just, to start with. Hey, you know what's here? You're selfish. Yes. You're stingy. You're just you're real selfish. <laughs> yes. So, moving forward, let's talk about sex and intimacy. Oh. <laughs> so, 
Um, look. <laughs> look, I kind of ran out. Uh, so, sex. We all know what sex is. We know the act. If you listen to this podcast, I know you've had some sex. Or I'm going to understand. I don't understand why you're listening to the podcast. But, you know, when you break it down, like, sex is an act. Yes. It's a physical act. It's a physical act. Yes. Intimacy is the adjectives and the adverbs and the nouns behind <laughs> right. the physical, physical act. act. Yes. <laughs> like, yes. Yes. So, intimacy for me is uh, conversation and romance and affection and um, understanding and listening. Have you ever taken the love language stuff? Yes. What was yours? Uh, I gotta go on my phone. Uh, you know it's funny because <laughs> I'm manish. Physical touch was my number one. Oh, because I'm manish. I'm manish. I'm just. Did you uh, make your partner take it? My partner is not taking it. That's what you need to know. I, I already know me and him. We got the same notification. I already know me and him are a little different. And acts of service was um, what did I? Acts of service was my other one. So. Really? No, I'm just saying because mine was mine was a quality time and words of affirmation were my top two. Words of affirmation was my last one, like absolute bottom dead last one. I remember that because I was like, I don't like positive reinforcement. I was yeah. like, mm, that's weird, but yeah, that was definitely at the bottom of my list. I can't find it right now while I'm trying to multitask. But um, let me go pull it pull that out of there. Yeah, so uh, I think the question that I'm uh, asking our audience mm-hmm. is, what do men do? Men know that, that there is a difference between sex and intimacy, and if they do know that there is a difference, what does that look like to them? Yes, that's a very important question because it it's, it always looks different to different people. Yes, like and that's why I said like that's why I asked about your love language. Because, my gosh, when me and, um, when I was fooling with Old Bay, mm-hmm. what our love, both of our love languages were quality time. Mm. And when I went and stayed with him for like a week, I, w- I can give you the scenario of what our, our love language looked like. I was in the bedroom, in the bed, typing a paper because mm-hmm. I had to write something you know, because that's what I was, um, you know, finishing my, my degree. Mm-hmm. And I, even though I was on vacation, I still had homework to do. That didn't change that. Right. And he was in the living room at his desk making music because that's what he does. Mm-hmm. Totally separate rooms, not speaking to one another at all. Mm-hmm. <laughs> when I was finished with my homework, I put my computer up. Mm-hmm. I opened the door and I went to the living room. And I put my hands on his shoulders. And he turned around and he said, have you finished your homework? Mm -hmm. And I said, yes. And he said, do you want me to come to bed? And I said, yes. And that, for us, that was perfect for us. Mm -hmm. We let each other do what we needed to do. And then when we wanted to be together, we were together. And that, for me, was, I feel like that was why I couldn't shake him for so long. (laughs) Because that, that we knew yeah. each other, and that was it was the perfect scenario mm-hmm. for the both of us. Mm-hmm. So for us, that's what intimacy looked like to us, mm-hmm. versus you know, so, you know, 
again, it's different for different people. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, when I was, when I dated Moran, it was, um, intimacy was for us was for him to be happy to take me to see sex in the city the day the weekend it opened mm-hmm. because he knew I loved the show so much mm-hmm. he was doing something for me and he something that I enjoyed and he wanted to enjoy it with me that was what intimacy looked like with us you know so, so mm-hmm. it's it's very different in different situations and sometimes I think that for some men mm-hmm. outside of sex they don't know what it looks like I would agree I would agree. But I think that um, for some of those men that don't know what it looks like, I, I would challenge them to, A, be in a relationship. Um, but outside of just being in a relationship, what do you like? Right. Like, really, what do you like? Like, Rashad and I, when we have conversations, like, I could be having a bad day. And he will literally mini DJ a playlist and play music while we're on the phone talking. And he knows music is my love language. Mm-hmm. And so he playing this. He serenaded me, joking around, but still. And then for him, like if he's going through something, he's very, he's a man. And I say that, I say that very positively because he's a man. And so sometimes I have to like ask him 17 times what's going on. And then. I have to give them tough love, which is hard for me because I'm not a tough love girl. Mm-hmm. So then I got to bust out with the tough love. But he likes personal things that I do. Mm-hmm. Like I wrote him a letter, mm-hmm. a handwritten letter. Yeah, people don't do that no more. Yeah. And I mailed it to him mm-hmm. and he loved it because it's personal. It's something that can only be for you. Yep. I'm writing you specifically. You. I'm addressing what I care about and what I like in you. And so it's like those little knickknack things that aren't like huge things. For Christmas, I got him a humidor. Did he ask for it? Yes. But I was I was like, tell me what you want. Mm-hmm. And I will do what you ask me to do. Because unlike some people, I listen. <laughs> I listen. Mm-hmm. And it was, okay, this is what you want. I can personalize it. I can put my spin on it. But ultimately, because I'm going to listen to you and get you what you like, that's a love language. Because he, I think he feels like nobody listens to him. Right. You know? And it's like, okay, no, I'm listening. Let me repeat back what you said. Let mm-hmm. me reiterate that it makes sense. Okay, yes, I, I'm listening. I care. And so I feel like a lot of people, because they're not in relationships or they're not involved on a deeper level outside of sex with someone, mm-hmm. that's all they know is sex. Right. So when you ask them, well, what do you like? Like if you like tea mm-hmm. and a person goes and buys you tea, they're trying to speak your love language to right. you. And whether you're fucking this person or dating them or whatever, whatever, are you cognizant enough to know that they're trying to attempt to speak your love language? Mm-hmm. Or are you just like, well, it ain't sex. I, I don't speak it. Right. So. Bojangles chicken. That's my love language. <laughs> right now, Lou Malnati's pizza is my love language. Oh, my God. Because it, it's so far away. It was my love language when we was in Chicago. This is, that's my love language right now. Ah. On today, that is my love language right now. Today when I was at work, Harold's chicken was my love language because I surely was wanting some while I was at work. Yeah. Mad. So. But yeah, but I think that I think that people need to 
really ask that question of themselves. Because mm-hmm. I don't think a lot of a lot of people people really and truly run with what they know. Yes. And never and if nobody ever questions them about it, they will stick with it and go with it, even if it's wrong as fuck. They will they will just stick to it. And that's not, you know, life don't work that way. Not at all. It's not like that. No. So yeah, I mean I want twenty nineteen to be better for everybody relationship wise. I mean, it's one of those things. It's like I see I watch, you know, pop culture. And I see all these people getting engaged and all these people getting married. Or either in the end of the year, either people were breaking up mm-hmm. or people were getting engaged. Like it was like either or. It was either or. Mm-hmm. And and most of the time I don't notice or I don't pay attention. And maybe it's because we've been doing this podcast. But I was very kind of well aware of the shit that was going on. And I was just like, good. Everybody, Christmas, 150,000 people got engaged on Christmas. <laughs> like, between Christmas and New Year, like, my God. I was just like, all right then. Hmm. You know? And the thing is that, like, I... I love for people to be in love. Like, I'm happy for y'all. Mm-hmm. Like, I be wanting that shit for myself, but it's got to be right. And if it ain't right, I'm good right here by myself until it's right. And that's the, you know, that's the thing is that I think that sometimes even with not recognizing what intim- intimacy is versus what sex is, mm-hmm. people truly get involved in relationships based on like the craziest shit just mm-hmm. I don't know it's just it's weird to me and I guess because I'm you know my age I'm single and I don't have no kids you know I get the the googly eye because <laughs> something must be wrong with me but you know my mom was and this is how I kind of distinguish and I want people to understand why I'm still single um my mom was would always say to me, "You ain't seeing you ain't seeing anybody," and I was like, "I could see anybody, but I would prefer to see somebody." Mm-hmm. There is a difference. <laughs> there was a huge difference. Yes. And I think when I said that to my mom at the time when I said that, she stopped asking. Mm-hmm. Like as so, the one time <laughs> I said that to her, she stopped asking me that question because she, it made sense to her. Like mm-hmm. you know, you can. If we're talking just pure black and white, yeah, you can be with anybody. anybody. Yeah, I can be with anybody. You can date, be with, boot up, fuck, all that other stuff. But when you're looking for something for you, mm-hmm. specifically for, for you, you, yeah, something significant. That's, yeah, that's that's totally different. Yeah, and you're not going to nine times out of ten, especially when you're self aware, you're comfortable in yourself, mm-hmm. you ain't trying to put up with no bullshit. You're willing to wait that shit out as long as you have yep. to. And I'm waiting. I'm willing to do that. Like, yeah. I don't, I'm, you know, people are like, don't you want to get married? I mean, I saw this lady on Instagram. Uh, she was, the, the girl had put up, it was a grandma. And her. she had been married for 30 years. And her husband died. She had met a man at church. And he was a widower. And both of them in their 70s. And he got down on one knee and asked her to marry him. Yeah. Hey, it is what it is. Yeah. Like. It, exactly. I mean, I'm not going, you know, you're going to love me, nigga. Like, <laughs> we're not, you know, I'm not playing no games. And as a side note, and this is a complete side note, marriage is not always the end game for some people. Right. 
You know, there are people out there that are just fine with being partners. Right. There are people out there that would just rather be common law, which is technically married anyway, but yeah. that's neither here nor there. Been there, done that. Yeah. <laughs> it's like marriage is not always the end all to be all. Sometimes you just want somebody that's going to help you with the groceries when you get to the house. That's real. Well, you know, but, but you know, <laughs> me and Maurice talked about this you know, because he's older than us, mm-hmm. and we talked about what people really crave is companionship. Yeah, and I was like, yes, yes. I was absolutely. like, and that's, and I said, and that is what people really look for. Mm-hmm. Like, of course, for me, I would like to be married, but if I don't ever get married, my world is not gonna come spiraling to an end if that never happens. Exactly. Like, it is what it is. But like, I do, I would like companionship, and I can't. I can't seek that consistent. Consi- yes, and I can't seek that in a yeah. fuck buddy. No, I can't seek that in the sometime guy. Mm. That the inconsistent in the inconsistent sometime. sometime guy. Exactly, it has to be somebody who is there for me just as much as I am there for them. Yes. Like what did I, what did the girl say on? A, I saw it on social media, and she said her car broke down, mm-hmm. and her uncle came to fix her car, mm-hmm. and she said he she she told him what was wrong. He said, "Well, I'm gonna go get the part." Come back and fix your car. Not a big deal. Mm-hmm. You know, she was like, she knows she can always call her uncle because he is a mechanic. Mm-hmm. And she said that when she was, her uncle was fixing her car, he said, let me tell you something. He said, it ain't no need for you about me out here fucking with these dudes who can't help you when you need them to help you. Hello? He was like, you dating a man. He said, your car broke down. He said, "I'm, but I'm here. Mm. He was like, you need to think about that. Yeah, that's true. You know, my stepfather, former stepfather, taught me a lot i will not deny that he taught me definitely taught me about cars taught me about dating talk talked to me told me and taught me about different things and different aspects and a lot of that stuff i still hold dear to my heart to this day mm-hmm. is if i mean i'm and i'm talking about just the littlest thing if it's a spy i have arachnophobia okay so if it's a spider in this house y'all won you can have it <laughs> I mean, on my on my way to David's house, David and Ty's house, my best friend and his wife. I'm on my way to Tam's house. I'm on my way somewhere. You won. It's your house now. <laughs> yeah, you, own, you, you own it. Yeah, and I'm and I'm gonna transfer the deed in your name too. <laughs> Spider A Arachnid. Your house. I don't want it no more. I'm good. And so I, I dated a guy one time. We can't both be scared of the same thing. I keep telling these men, look, pick your battles. Let me be the woman and be scared of this and you be the man and be scared of you be scared of bullets. I'm not scared of bullets. Right. So I'm from Chicago. Bullets don't scare me. Spiders do. So you be scared of a spider, we ain't gonna work out. I dated this man one time and he had literally just left my house and I said, Yo, it's a spider here. Can you come back and kill it? And he was like, No. I said, What? He was like, I'm not coming back over there to kill a spider. I said, wait, 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 wait. What you mean? What? I said, you're not going to come back and kill the spider? He was like, no. I said, okay, well, you have a good life. And I hung up and I never talked to his ass again. Because if I ask, I don't ask for much. I didn't ask you to come shovel me up out of nine inches of snow. Nine feet, not nine inches. Well, shit, same thing. <laughs> I'm In not Georgia, asking you. It's an avalanche. It's <laughs> a nine inches, nine that centimeters. It's an avalanche. It's an avalanche. That's right. You know, it's like for me, and I'm a woman, and I have pride. I have male pride. I don't even have woman pride. I oh, have me male too. pride. And so, if I ask you to do something, 
it's for real. Yeah. Like I would never usually ask you for shit. Right. So it's for real, for real. So it, for you to tell me no, and it's not about me being spoiled. It's about me inhaling, exhaling out what I need you to do, knowing that took a lot out of me to even ask you. But sometimes they don't even know that it takes a lot. They don't think that it takes a lot out of you to ask them. Shit. Shit. For me, I mean, but that's but yeah. that but that is also a level of people not knowing you. Yeah, that 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 gets into the do you really know me or do you know me surfacely? Yes, you, you know. Have you been dating my representative? Yes, because <laughs> you know a lot of times people, if you know, maybe women ask you all, ask you all the time to do stuff. But okay. look at what they're asking. That's right. what I say to men. Look at what that woman is asking you for. Right. And but most of the time they don't. They just hear the ass. And that's the problem. And they and they hear the ass mm-hmm. and they stop at the ass exactly. and never look at what the ask is. Exactly. And so that is part of the problem. That is totally part of the problem. Yeah. Yes. I've never like I was I I take pride in saying I've never asked a man to pay for my hair. I've never asked a man for right. pay for a pedicure, manicure, any of the things that I'm able to physically do. Mm-hmm. I don't think I've ever asked a man outside of my husband, my ex-husband who I was married to, to pay a bill. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm I've always been a breadwinner. I'm comfortable with that. It is what it is. But if I ask you to do something, it's with purpose. Right. It's a reason, and it has to absolutely be because I am just not able to do it. Right. But, like, the little material things here and there, no. Like, I was saying, I didn't even ask him to do it. I was just saying to him, oh, I wish I could move this and put this, da 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 I come home, it's done. Right. You know what I'm saying? And it wasn't even me asking. I was excited that he did it. But still, I don't, I'm very purposeful with what I ask for. Right. So don't take that for granted. And don't say no to me and you ain't fully heard what I'm asking you to do. Right. Because then I'm going to be like, okay, all right. And then I won't, number one, I ain't going to ask you for shit. I might even talk to your ass. That's what I was about to say. That means I ain't going to ask you for nothing, never again. And once once I'm not in that space to ask you for anything, what do I have you for? Yeah, it's a wrap. Why are you here? What's your purpose? You have no purpose. Right. No purpose at all. And that's the thing is that because I'm I'm like you in that way. Like I won't even act like I always tell people the story when I was in college. I wouldn't even ask my mama for money. Mm-hmm. I was like, okay, I think the statute of limitations is. Like, I used to shoplift instead of asking my mother for. Yes, stuff. the statute of limitations is way yeah, up for that. Way I think that. it's like five years. Yeah. Ago. So I used to whatever I needed, I would just take it because mm-hmm. I didn't even want to ask my mom for money. Mm-hmm. So why would I ask a man for money? Hello. And I know my mama longer. Yes, and Come I know on. she would give it to me. Hello. So I wouldn't have to hear no. Right. Like I will never forget. Like I don't ask people. I, you know, when I ask people of like five on my pedicure, now it's like a joke. Yeah, it's, it's like a running it's, joke. it's like a running joke. Yeah. But like I will never forget. This is a ghost story. Mm. Um. Rest in pieces. Rest in pieces. I um. I had to buy a new battery for my car. I was gonna get my. I was getting my birthday hair. Mm-hmm. But my car broke down, oh. and I had to get a battery. Mm-hmm. So I went and got a battery because I needed my car. And so after I bought the battery for my car, I posted like on social media, well, I had to get a new battery. There goes my hair money. Like, you know, mm-hmm. nobody paid me any attention. They were just like, you know, what was wrong with your car? I was like, I just needed a new battery, blah, blah, blah. And I didn't really think about it. When Ghost contacted me, he said, how much does your hair cost? Mm-hmm. And I was like, it cost me about 150 160 bucks. 
And he was like, because I saw you had to use your money for your uh, for your battery, and I wanted to give you the money for you to get your hair done. Mm-hmm. Now, I told him, I said, I have the money, because I didn't want to take it from him. Mm-hmm. But I was like, I appreciate the offer, but I have it. Don't worry about it. I got it. Mm-hmm. And he was like, okay. He was like, let me know if you don't, if you need it. Mm-hmm. I said, okay. And that was that. Like, that was the, the one time. And then every time I would come to him and be like, hey, you got that hair money? <laughs> he would be like, I don't got it. And I would be like. You supposed to save my hair you money. To, you were supposed to keep that on the side. Like, right. you know, like it was a joke. <laughs> At that point, it became like a running joke or whatever. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, like that was a, he volunteered that. Like, and I was like, people do that like you know because i've done i much like you i've done everything for myself my entire life Mm -hmm. like i have never like even my sister was like she was like and the guys that i date you don't even let us open the door for you and i was like well ain't nobody ever opened it for me before like i always had to open it myself like pumping gas i always pump my own gas so when somebody was like sit in the car and i'll pump the gas up People do that, they like do. And, that's, and that's the thing is that it's I know, a rarity, but they do. But, it's a, I, but the thing is that I know that they do, but mm-hmm. I've never been in a situation where it has been done. Mm-hmm. So I've always done everything on my own. Mm-hmm. Like even when, like you, like you were saying, your dad taught you stuff. Even like when my father was here last week for Christmas, and my car was making a noise, and he said, "Your car is making a noise," and I said, "I need power steering fluid," and he listened and he said, "Yeah, you do. I can hear it." <laughs> Why would I know that? Because that's what my father taught me. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? So it's yeah. it's one of those things is that I just have always been that way. Mm-hmm. And and I want to be the I want to I want somebody to pay for every damn thing. I'm not gonna lie. I would love for I would love for a man to volunteer to pay for anything for me. Anything. anything. I can barely get niggas to buy me cheeseburgers. So I'm, I'm, no, you know, no, let me take that back. Not anything, because food is not an issue for me. Okay? These hips say. Cheeseburgers, nigga. So cheeseburgers. Food is not an issue for me. I don't want you to buy. If you want to volunteer to buy something, there's a whole light bill, gas bill. Right. The water bill is, sm- is small. You don't have to pay yeah. for that. That's, that's itty bitty. But the rest of these bills, nope. half on the car notes. Yes, half. like, no. Half. Like, and so that's just like, I mean, and again, I always say that my two best friends have, you know, really given me vision on what, that there are men in the world that do things, mm-hmm. you know, because when I'm with them, I don't ever touch a, I don't touch a, a bill. Mm-hmm. I don't, t- when we go out to the dinner, to the movies, whatever they take me, I don't touch nothing. Mm-hmm. I'm just, you the, just there. the chair is being pulled an out and the door is being <laughs> open and I am prancing, prancing is the word I'm using, <laughs> prancing through it because I haven't had to come off of a dollar. You know what I'm saying? So like that, that, you know, in itself is what I desire. It's what I desire. I mean, I have compromised myself in so many ways for so many years. I'm tired of that. I I am exhausted in a way that most people would not even understand. I understand. I know you do. And so I just, you know, and I, I and it, I guess it irritates me like when I'm on social media and they be like, oh, women are gold diggers. And I'd be like, you make $10 an hour. Nobody's digging your gold. Like, you ain't got nothing somebody trying to take shot. Don't nobody want that faux for faux that you offering at Wendy's. Don't nobody right. want that. 
Nobody. And you live in your mama basement. Like, yeah, what is she digging? What? A hole in the basement? What right, is and she it's digging? always. It's, I have never seen a man with lots of money mm-hmm. refer to a woman as a gold digger unless they were in a custody battle. That I mean, but <laughs> men, most of the men, if, and I want the women that listen, and I want the men that are listening. Challenge it. If you yeah, feel like if you feel, yeah, the next time it. you see that that conversation come up on social media, examine the man who is complaining. The middle class, lower middle class man. The man who is managing at the McDonald's, <laughs> um, and he's just the shift manager, not the whole store manager, because the whole store managers make money. He the shift. shift he money. the third shift manager of fries. A fries and the burger flipping is the one complaining about women coming after him yes. for his money, and he drives a 1992 Cutlass that I is that, car. that is not juiced up. Oh god! It's got its original parts. With rag top. Yes. Oh god. Burgundy. Oh, I knew it was gonna be burgundy. That or burnt sienna. Yes, one of the two. Oh my god. Examine who the messages are coming from. Come like, on. please. Oh, like, it's yeah. just. You know, it's you complaining about stuff that uh, you complain about things that will never happen to you, never, ever, ever. Nobody's ever gonna try to date you for your money, what ever. Money? <laughs> what money? Yes. So like, why are you complaining about it? Who said that? Who said that? Like, so <laughs> it's just you know, kind of one. It's kind of one of those things. But I just a lot of times I just want for men to stop. Just. A five-second pause before you respond. Think about what what the question is that's being asked of you in real life on on, on Instagram, Instagram like anywhere. anywhere. Just anywhere. just pause for five seconds Please. and really think and examine what is being said and listen, to you. Fully listen. Don't just listen to the first half. Right. Don't listen to well. Can you? And then you your hearing shuts off because you don't want to hear the rest. Like listen to the whole thing. And and please know for most women, and I say most because I'm pretty familiar with women. <laughs> for most women, it is super hard for us to ask you for a damn thing. Super hard. Mm-hmm. Now, if you dating whoever you dating, and she's a thought, and she da, 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 whatever. Okay, that's on you. But at least eighty percent of women. We don't want to ask you for a damn thing. We'd rather do it ourselves or we've exhausted all the rest of our options. You are not the first place we went. Mm-mm. Trust and believe. And that's and, But that's horrible because as somebody's man, you want to be the first person they come to. And most of the time, y'all are the last niggas that we come to. That's true. Y'all are, you should want to be first, but y'all are always last. And think about why we ask you last. Think about that. In your own relationship, think about why you are the last person that your woman would ask for help. Because when we do, oh, it's the rigor, the morale, <laughs> and then the, the him and the hon. Wait a minute. And then the convo, like, we don't know what we talking about yes. when we ask. Yes. Just stop fighting us about that, please. So, that all ties in with the sex and intimacy. The intimacy part is what we were focused on. We could talk about sex, but this is more than just a sex podcast. It's a relationship yeah. podcast. podcast. Yeah. Um, These are love confessions, my Negroes yes. and Negroettes. Yes. So, just absorb and learn. Yeah. Yeah. What time we got? Hold on. We got... Uh...
Oh damn! Yeah, we, we talked it up. I didn't know we had talked that much. Fifty-three minutes in. That's what happens when you get two good drinks and you just yes. keep going and going. Yes, 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 yes. Um, again, y'all, if y'all have anything in particular that you would like for us to touch on, please let us know. We're moving forward. Like I said, we're going to be topical. Very. Um, we may offer a little segments of, you know, we might have the five second vent. Yes. Um, you know, just for the <laughs> for the weekly fuck ups uh-huh. that come with relationships. God, no more weekly fuck ups, please. I mean, I mean, well, shit. I'm this, sad. Look, this week I fucked up. Yeah, like, you talk about it. Uh, do I want? Well, I mean, ain't neither one of them listen, so I could talk about it. Well, do y'all want to hear me talk about it? The crowd is going wild. The crowd is going wild. Yeah. Okay, my uh, look. Let's look. This week's fuck up mm. falls on Tamara. Mm. <laughs> what did Tamara do? Tamara accidentally slept with her ex. Oh, the co-parenter. Yeah, that was um, yeah, that won't happen again. That was a, you know, I have nothing to do on New Year's Eve. (laughs) I was in my house minding my business. Oh, and and some dick just fell out the sky. Well, it wasn't dick that fell out the sky. It was a mouth that fell on my (laughs) vagina, and then. And then, and then what? And then that somebody slipped in a side of dick. Like and then I was <laughs> a side of dick. Yes, I wasn't expecting the side of dick. I'd like to order some mouth on a vagina. Would you like a side of dick with that? No, not today. Well, we're gonna throw it in anyway. <laughs> Is this free? Yeah, it's free. But uh, it's not gonna be after Damn right. It's just a side salad dick. <laughs> it's not a full size. It's not a full, not a full size dick. This is not a medium or a large. It's just a yeah, side just salad dick. It's just a side of dick. Oh my gosh. Uh, you know. I mean, that was my fault. And now I have to deal with the consequences. Yes, you do. Because now I'm getting regular phone calls that I don't want. <laughs> and it's just. Hey, uh, what you doing? How you doing? Uh, what you doing tonight? I should have known something done? was up though because, but this is why I need a boyfriend. Mm. And I say that because I was seeking intimacy and I was and getting got sex. And, I, and I got sex instead. Like because, <laughs> and I say that because when he came over, he was like he wanted to hug me and then, intimacy. He, wanted, and then he wanted to give me a little kiss on the cheek, some more intimacy, rubbing my back and rubbing oh, my feet. All the intimacy. Yeah, so he so I've been like, ah. Oh, he was speaking her love language. He yeah. was hitting her with the intimacy. But that was because he knew. He knows. Uh-huh. Like, because he'd been there before. Yeah. Like, it wasn't. And then. And then, you know, he hit me with the mouth. And then I was like, oh, this is awesome. And then. And then he slipped in a side of dick. And then what? <laughs> and ever since then. And ever since then, I've been getting phone calls. <laughs> and I don't want those phone calls. Hello, is it me? I don't know what to do <laughs> with the phone calls, booze. Um, so I'm gonna have to nip that in the bud. I mean, well, I had a conversation with him and told him that he couldn't give me what I wanted. I mean, we had that conversation. So, so I mean, he said he was coming to get some soup. So and then he got more than soup. He go no, I'm saying he coming to get some more soup, but he ain't getting no more soup soup. Hmm. Soup, soup, soup. Yeah, he getting soup. soup. Mm, we'll see. <laughs> Next time on Drunk Love Confession. <laughs> <laughs>
We will give you the update. Oh, I didn't tell. Oh, I forgot. Yeah, you forgot. I forgot. Um, DC reached out to me. Oh God, <laughs> that's my that's my that's my big shot. Oh God, <laughs> how did that go? <laughs> it was after Christmas, mm-hmm. and I think he was still in Puerto Rico. Mm-hmm. And he said to me, "Um, hey, wanted to wish you blah blah blah." I said, "Okay, hey." He said. I want to see you. I was like, oh, mm-mm, 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 and I was just like, I don't know what to do with this information. Yeah, because this this is why he keep thinking about you. Mm-mm. I'm tell you why. Mm. Because he thought what he gave you was grade A, grade A uh, uh, intimacy, <laughs> and what he gave you was uh, the letter F for failure. He failed the health inspection. Yeah, like yeah. that? No, you know. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. That's yeah. not. Yeah. No. Mm-mm. So. No, and that's and that and see that was the thing is that because when when men think that they've given you grade A intimacy, and then you don't react like it was grade A intimacy, then they have to look at themselves in the mirror to figure out what is wrong. You gonna be looking for a long time. God, come on, dude. Yeah. Like yeah, I've told you, I'm with somebody. What is what you need to talk to me about? I don't know. I might have to. He has not reached out since then. I'm going to assume that he may not end up on the block list like the rest of these dudes. But uh, I mean, but it's just like I don't know. Like I don't know what more you want to say to me. Like I'm, I think it's the, I, you know, and I think because <laughs> you know we have a music podcast. I think he's been listening to We Could Have Been. Ah! <laughs> That's what I think he thinks he's listening to. No, because I mean we got along great. He just wasn't my type. But that's just, but that's just like my buddy. Like we get along, but yeah. he just not my, he not me. Yeah, he not for me. He, he for somebody me. else, but he not for me. Yeah, and I think he would be great with somebody else. Yeah, yeah. So I, I know I get that. Good. No, I totally get yeah. that. Yeah, that's um. So. Yeah, yeah that's I forgot a, to, to bring that up. So I'm hoping oh, I don't have um, to block anybody else. I still haven't finished this long distance. Boyfriend application because what is the problem? We, we worked on that in 2018. I it know. should be published. It's 2019. I now. know, and I just haven't. I haven't typed it up. Girl, what is you waiting on? Well, I wrote out I have, my goals for 2019. Well, I had to on. be sure that was what I wanted. Okay. Now remember, I had this epiphany. Yeah. You know, and then Jesus sent that the man with the halo behind his head to my table after brunch. So. Yes. Yes. Okay. So now the angel in disguise. Um. Uh. So no, I'm going to type it up. Okay. I mean, nobody's re- one person's requested it. All right. So. So let's get it typed up. Yes, I'll get it typed up. All right. I'm just gonna have to wait till after next week though, because and I say that because I usually do most of my typing at work. Yes. And school starts on Monday. Oh no. And I and I won't have a I won't have a chance to breathe. 
until next Friday. No, I feel you. I'm working late tomorrow. I was going to work late today. So, I yeah, like, so that, I mean, but I'm going to get it done, y'all. So that, and what I'm going to do is I'm going to post it, I'm going to pin it at the top of the Drunk Love Confessions uh, Twitter page. Mm-hmm. So, anybody who wants to fill it out, I might make it a Google Doc. Just yes, yes, yes. So That's why it's access. yours. Yeah, so it's yeah, so yeah. people can access it and you know drop their information off. Yes, along with photos, and so um, videos and, and photos. Yes, all of these. I think all of the above. Yes. So, um, but yeah, so I'm gonna type it up and put it together, and I also shout out to Maddie because he gave me some more questions to add. And uh, shout out to him as he gets prepared to record his podcast this weekend. Hey. We came up with a name. I don't know if he wants me to say the name, but it's such a good name. Cross promoting. <laughs> so I'm a, I'm gonna let him put it out there, and then I'll talk about it the name next week. But it's such okay. a such a good name for his podcast. I love it. All right. Um. But yeah. So y'all uh, ask those intimate questions, not sex. Intimate. Y'all know we can talk about sex. Let's talk about yeah, something talk about outside something of that. Yes. Yeah. Else, y'all. Yeah. We trying to be booed up and happy. I mean, we can have good sex. Hell, that's easy. We want to be some. happy, happy. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> for us, it's easy. Yes. For you and I, it's easy. Yes. I can't speak for other people. No, we cannot. Yes. So. But yeah, so uh, we're gonna wrap this thing up. We're gonna wrap this thing up, right? Oh Lord. I'm the- oh, sorry. Hey, skills. <laughs> One day, <laughs> Lord of mercy. One day, <laughs> but uh, we'll get back with y'all next week, and we'll have a topic. Woo! And we'll announce what the topic is. Yes, and we're gonna try and stay on topic. We'll try to stay on topic. Yes. So, <laughs> um, and you know, this is from Irma the Vocal Coach. Oh my God! <laughs> get off the. We're, we out of here. <laughs> Say good night, Tam. Good night, Tam. <laughs> good night, y'all. <laughs>